Race drivers, it's Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show. Welcome to another episode. Today we're answering the question, do you have to be rich to get to F1 or to be a professional race driver? If you think about the last video I did, it was, it was talking, well, one of the last videos I've done was talking about the expense, how much it costs to get to F1. It was like four, over $4 million. That's if you just do one rung of the ladder on the way up to F1, when really you're doing double campaigns, right? And you're, and you're doing the two years in the same championship, so you can spend eight mil just to be knocking on the door of F1. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to that video two weeks ago, you'll see it. And it is expensive. So as you're a kid dreaming of getting to Formula One, or if you're, if you're a teenager, you're thinking, how the hell am I going to get that money? Surely that's for the wealthy. And then, you know, I brought a book out helping parents to help their drivers, their sons and daughters, whoever it is they're helping really, to get a professional career. And straight away I get comments, don't need to read the book, just need to win the lottery. Well, <laughs> I'm just here to say, and to answer quickly for the people that don't really like watching long videos, no. You don't have to be super wealthy, you don't have to be a millionaire, a billionaire, to get to Formula One. Now it helps. It helps because you can go to a race team and say, here's the money you need, make my son good or daughter good, and let's see how far they can go. It's a lot easier if you've got that cash. But just to really point the spotlight and to blast out these myths that everybody wants to hide behind, oh, I haven't got the money, let me just share with you some names of people that didn't have the money to go all the way to F1, but they still made it. People like Michael Schumacher. His father was a bricklayer who volunteered at the local racetrack, the kart track, and that's really how it all started. And they, what they did is they got local business people to put money into Michael when they could see he had potential. So somebody had the money, but not the parents. And this is the big point here. Now let me just throw out some of the names. Lewis Hamilton. His father was a British rail computer engineer and just did all sorts of jobs, part-time jobs, putting up signs, you know, sales signs for houses, anything he could do to rake in as much cash as he could to pay for Lewis's carting. Fernando Alonso, another one. His, his father was an explosive expert and his mother worked at a local store. Sebastian Vettel, his father was a carpenter, a roofer. Now, if you think about that list... I just gave you the Schumachers of the world, the Hamiltons, the Alonzos, the Vettels. These are some of the most successful F1 drivers we've ever seen. Yet they didn't come from money. So that's really my, my answer here is, are we really going to hide behind the fact that we, we haven't got the cash to go and do something? Stop us from going to do that thing. No. Not if you're listening to this show or watching this show. Now, don't get me wrong, there's plenty of drivers, plenty of F1 drivers right now that did come from wealthy backgrounds and their parents did pay for them. But they're not the ones we're talking about. They're not the ones we're saying with multiple world championships under their belt. And even with Max Verstappen, he, okay, his father was in F1, right? We know Jos was in F1, but he didn't have the cast to take him all the way. They had Raymond. Raymond was a guy who, who works with him now and he's worked with him always forever. And when I met Raymond and we worked in the same F3 team, he said to, he introduced himself to me as a Max's money guy. And that doesn't mean he was putting the money in. It meant he was working his tail off to go and find the money from companies in Holland, anywhere he could really, 
to pay for Max's career because Max was showing massive potential in karting. This kid was going to go all the way. We knew it even back then. He's going straight to F1, there's no question. And he sold that to sponsors and got them on the car. Then Red Bull picked him up, obviously, in his first car year. So, again, that was somebody who couldn't pay all the way. Not easy, not out of their own pocket. They had to get other people to pay for them. So let's get, so so now I've kind of like broken the myth of you need that cash. And that again, by the way, Max, pretty damn good driver, you reckon? He's another one that's proven that skill and salesmanship, somebody who's got the vehicle, you've got the vehicle actually, but somebody who's got the vehicle, the, the financial vehicle to put money into you or some kind of way of attracting sponsorship or people that want to invest in your career, that's more important than just having daddy or mommy's money. Now let's get to... More practical stuff. Now I've really said about you know, my piece about it, whether you need the money to go to F1. You do, but it doesn't have to be yours. Let's get down now to some tips. Four tips that I really want you to remember or some advice I want you to remember when you're on your journey to F1. Number one, you need to somehow get through the early years. This is the barrier to entry. If you can somehow scrape your way through the very first few years of racing and get the good results and show that you've got the potential to the right people, that's when things start to happen or can happen if you're promoting yourself well enough to people that can help. But what I often see is many drivers, they, they aim for the big championships that cost way too much, way too more money than they've got. So then they don't even get off the starting block. They're not prepared to do the crappy little championships and dominate them, you know, I'm always saying this to get the reputation that that driver is quick and maybe they're worth investing in. And that's the first stumbling block for most drivers. They won't swallow their pride and do the small championships and build their craft, just like any other company does. If you're a billion dollar company, you didn't start as a billion dollar company. You started probably on market stalls or your own little tiny website that cost you $50 for the year. You started small and you built up. Race drivers don't seem to have the patience to do that. They just want the the glory straight away, the sexy championships. But if you ain't got the money, that's not really an option for you because sponsors aren't gonna put in half a mil for a driver to go racing. There's no benefit. So it's really hard to get a sponsor for that. But if you look like you're the next best thing, but you just need a leg up, a help, that's different, that's sellable. So I would say, first of all, Get through them first years, just getting on track, learning the craft, selling yourself, learning how to sell, all these skills that you need to make your breakthrough. Number two, you need to be obsessed and work your tail off. Now, this is pretty damn obvious, but I have noticed that all these drivers that I mentioned earlier on, and the ones that made it that I haven't mentioned, like Ocon was another one that didn't have the money, he's in F1 now, right? And all the professional drivers that didn't even go to F1, but they're in... World Endurance or IndyCar, you know, different routes, but they're, they're getting paid to do something they love, but they didn't have the cash, by the way. You notice that their work ethic is through the roof or somebody's work ethic that's behind them is through the roof. And you need that. You need to be obsessed. You need to approach this as a craft. And, and, and just like any billionaire-minded uh, business person does, They put in the hours and they make sure that every single day they're moving closer to their goal. And that's something that I preach to death, but it's still an area I see drivers struggling with. When I ask them what they've done with their days since I last spoke to them, they're like, oh, I've been to the gym, been on the sim. Yet you've got no money to race. 
How many companies have you approached? How many proposals have you put together for companies? How many doors have you knocked on? Often they say, oh, none. Okay, give up. <laughs> There's no point because you need the cash to raise so get out there and do it. So you need that kind of obsession to get on track that gets your butt off the seat and goes and find somebody who can help you or you do the work yourself. You have to be self-made if you want to go all the way. You can't get your dad to do it. It's up to you. Number three, you need people. Like I just touched upon, if you can't do this yourself, for some reason you're not very good at selling at the minute, you need to talk to companies, but you're too young and you can't really knock on the door as a 15-year-old and be taken seriously, then you need people. Remember this, the only entity that's stopping you get what you want in life are people. If you get people to say yes, and you get other people to help you for other people to say yes, you'll get somewhere. And that is the main thing. That's why I say get some results first because more people will notice you and they'll start to say, yeah, I can help you out. And your character will come forward because you are going to have to sell yourself first at that age, at a young age you are now, and you'll start learning the skills. You need to get people on your side. The more people you've got, there's billions out there, right? And there's probably hundreds of thousands that have got the cash now to help you. And have got all they've got the access, all the skills to go get that cash to help you. Hundreds of thousands, probably even in your country if you're from a big country. These people can help you, but how many people are you asking? How many people are you getting to join your campaign to be this driver, your project, your mission? If you haven't asked anybody over the last month, back to number two, I want you to kick your ass and get on with this because it's only you that's preventing yourself from creating that future that you want. Only you. Sit on that one, think about it. Tip number four, you do need to be fast. We cannot ignore that you need the results. So if you, you've got the work ethic, the obsession, you've got people helping you, you also need the results. You need something, so you need that person to see you, that just a chance meeting with somebody you know, say they're just coming to a race weekend they're there to see someone else and they spot that you're winning your race you're dominating it you're absolutely streaking away or you've come from like 10th and you come to win it and that oh who's that who's that driver you've got to get the paddock buzzing about your potential as soon as you've reached that level you can start to sell but you've got to put yourself in a position and train yourself and get the skills to be quick and it sounds really obvious, but that's another area that a lot of people miss out. So you need the work obsession. You need people helping you. You need the speed and getting through them early years as well. Remember that. You do this consistently. Organize your life. Have weekly goals. Make sure you hit them and really put everything into this. Then you got a chance. Then you got a chance of picking up somebody who can help you, whether it's them that go and get the money for you or pay for you directly it can happen. But just blast away that myth that it's only for the wealthy and the sons of the wealthy people that make it and get to work.